Welcome to Making Sense of It All. I'm Jesse Stakes, and this week we get to talk about the fun part of banking. The part of banking that not everyone gets to see. So commercial banks employ 2,215,318 people in the United States as of the beginning of 2023. On average, employment in the commercial banking industry has increased 2.8% in the United States over the last five years, between 2018 and 2023. So what's your point, Jesse? Why are you talking to us about this? Well, banks employ so many people in each of our communities, and they're also in a unique position to give back. United Community Bank is headquartered in Greenville, South Carolina, and they've grown their footprint throughout the southeastern United States over the last several years. UCBI believes in the power of people coming together for good. They want to inspire, lead, and strengthen the communities that they're in. So in 2020, UCBI created the United Community Bank Foundation to support their employees' interests, contributions, and volunteer efforts in each of the communities that they work. Well, my guest this week is Moya Jackson. Moya is the VP of Community Development and Engagement for UCBI. I hope you enjoy this conversation as she shares a little bit about all the things that United Community Bank is doing to give back to each of the communities that they're in. Let's jump into it. She is United Community Bank's Vice President in charge of Community Development and Engagement. Moya, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So that's a mouthful. And I know that not even not just the title, but the responsibilities that go along with that are quite a bit. Can you tell our audience a little bit about what you do? Absolutely. Um, I love the work that I do. I really get to um, make a difference in the community and help the bank. And I love that United Community Bank is the bank that service built. So really big on giving back to the community, giving back to our customers, giving back to our team. And so I have an opportunity to lead our foundation that we started a couple of years ago, lead our community engagement initiatives um, across the Southeast. Um, and just really focusing on developing leaders at the bank. I'm also over our leadership academy and our junior board program for young people in our community. So it's really about the culture of the bank and living out our values. Very cool. I, you, everything that you just said right there, there's so many different directions that you go yep. with, what, with your job. I mean, you have internal responsibilities, you have external responsibilities to the community. Um, internally, when you when you talk about leadership development and you talk about um, you know, growing a growing a junior board. We'll talk about those things here here shortly. Um, but those things, especially in today, especially in 2023, compared to five, 10, 15 years ago, those things are so important for how the bank is seen externally, correct? 
Absolutely. I agree. And I love that we do the Leadership Academy here at the bank. We're really building a pipeline um, in our community. And so what we're doing is we're identifying top talent at the bank and we're pulling um, teammates together from across our footprint. So you have about 20 people who come together on a monthly basis for 10 months and they learn about their leadership style, their self. They build relationships with one another. They build relationships with our CEO and our executive leadership team. You know, what organization do you have an opportunity to sit down to dinner with the CEO? And so I think our Leadership Academy is very unique in that. And one of my favorite parts, because I'm just really big on the community, um, they also do a financial literacy project in their local area. So they're giving back and they're learning from their community as well. So I think it's a phenomenal program. And I'm just so happy that I, I get to um, spearhead that. Yeah, it somewhat reminds me of like a junior achievement. Would that would that be what it looks like for people who don't have it in their communities right now? Um, yeah, so like uh, volunteering with Junior Achievement, we um, definitely support them and we encourage our bankers to go out and volunteer with um, Junior Achievement. Excellent. So, and I think that kind of that kind of goes into what your external responsibilities are. Um, I when you talk about corporate responsibility, I think you know, I think sometimes banks get a get a a bad rap or they get, they get seen as kind of that boogeyman in the sky a little bit because they're such a big organization, but banks employ so many people within our communities. And they're mm-hmm. such a part of everyday life, whether, whether it's, you know, every single small business that people touch, they're, they're engaged with their bank. Their bank is helping them provide services to the, to their clients. So can you talk a little bit about the external responsibilities that you have to, to the community Absolutely. at large? Yeah, absolutely. So before I got into banking, I mean, I really didn't think much about my bank or what my bank did in the community. But when you think about it, a bank reflects the financial health of the community that it's located in. And so our bankers are really helping people achieve their dreams. I mean, think about when you might buy your first car, you're planning to go to college or you're buying a home or you're starting a business or you're saving for your future. So it's really amazing what bankers do and the connections that they have. And we're really here to help make our community stronger, more vibrant and really improve that financial health. And so my external component is how do we teach people to save? How do we teach people about credit? How do we teach people how to um, leverage their resources so they can start their business? And so I think it's a wonderful place um, to work at, and especially at United Community Bank. All banks are different. Uh, we know that. And so I love that we are very focused on relationships and we're very focused on the community. And so we live, work and play in the communities that we serve. And so we have a vested interest in making sure they're healthy and we want to contribute to making them better. Absolutely. So I got to ask, you're, you, you, have a, you have a background and we'll kind of walk through a little bit of what your background looks like, but you've been in education, you've been, you've worked with the community, but, but this was your first step into banking, correct? Um, absolutely. So in 2020, like so many people, I made a career change and I never imagined going into banking, but um, Lynn Harton is our CEO and I had a relationship with him. I've done some work with the bank before um, from an educational component. And he asked me, he said, hey, have you ever thought about being a banker? And I was like, not really, but you know, I, I love the company. I love the organization, the leadership. And so um, when the time came around, I, I reached out to him and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm definitely interested in banking. So there was an opportunity available and um, I was able to take advantage of it. So it's been a wonderful learning experience over the past, you know, about two and a half years. And um, again, didn't start out thinking about banking, but it really gives me an opportunity to connect a lot of my talents. Um, so I'm able to, to help make a difference and help, you know, help us grow and help us improve communities that we serve. So it's been wonderful. Excellent. So where did, where did you go attend school at? 
So for undergrad, I went to Columbia College in Columbia, South Carolina. So when I attended it, it was a private women's college really focused on leadership development. I actually loved my experience there. Um, wonderful time, learned so much. Um, I think my favorite part about going to Columbia College was um, me studying abroad. So I went to the Czech Republic for a semester. I was in Prague and it really opened up my eyes to opportunity in the world. And after I finished undergrad, um, very interesting. I thought I wanted to be a foreign service officer with the State Department because I was like, hey, foreign service officers, they can travel and they work and it's really amazing. And so I actually had a fellowship um, to go to graduate school. I went to the University of South Carolina and was focusing on um, public administration and international affairs. Well, the great thing about fellowships and internships is it gives you an opportunity to see what the real day-to-day -day would be like. And when I had a chance to go to Macero Lesotho and see what happens in an embassy and what happens with um, foreign diplomacy, I was like, you know what? I don't necessarily think this is for me right now. Um, <laughs> diplomats were being held hostage. There were some food scarcities. Um, I had um, armored guards circling the compound because I stayed at the ambassador's residence, had a top secret security clearance, had to ride an wow. armored vehicle. And I was like, you know what? I have so much respect and appreciation for our diplomats and our military. I was like, I just don't think this is for me right now. And I decided to pursue a career in education. So what was your first job out of college then? Yeah, so I um, worked at Midlands Technical College um, that is in Columbia, South Carolina, and it's a technical college, um, you know, building the workforce. And so I was over their recruitment and community outreach initiatives. And so that was my first job out of college. And it was a great training ground for me to learn how to manage teams, connect to the community. I think I stayed there for about five or six years. Um, so it was a wonderful opportunity and exposed me to so much and helped me meet so many people. Very cool. And so I imagine that's what you, you kind of figured out. You had a passion for being involved with community development and community outreach. And mm -hmm. has your, has your career progressed through that? I know that you were, you were at, I believe, uh, South Carolina technical college, like within their college system, helping their apprenticeship program after that. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think early on, I found my passion for service. Um, I actually moved around a bit when I was younger. And um, while I was in Maryland going to high school there, they have a graduation requirement where you need to have, I think it was about 100 hours of community service before you graduated. And so in ninth grade, um, my civics teacher, Mr. Howell, he actually encouraged us to not just, you know, go volunteer at a soup kitchen or, you know, go to a nursing home. He said, you know, why don't you create something? Why don't you do something different and really learn from this experience? And so um, I actually was in student government. I was class president and I created my first community event. And so we did a walkathon, which I kind of chuckle at now. You know, we did a walkathon where we were raising money for a nonprofit organization, the Children's Aid Society. And so it was very empowering to see how you could bring people together, raise funds for a good cause. And so that really Really put me on this path of how do I make a difference in the lives of others? And so, you know, what I found throughout my career is I'm always looking for opportunities where I can add value, where I can bring people together, and where I can help make um, communities stronger and more vibrant. So um, it's been a wonderful ride. You know, I always admire those people who, you know, I always knew I wanted to be a doctor or I always knew I wanted to be right. a lawyer. That definitely wasn't me. <laughs> and so I've just worked to develop a, a toolkit. Uh, with transferable skills. And, you know, if there's an opportunity that looks good and fits with my values and it works for me and my family, um, you know, take advantage of it. So that's how I ended up at the bank and it's been wonderful. 
I think it's amazing. I mean, it's when I hear you talk and you're talking about your service projects when you're in school, it makes me think of what I did. And it's like, I can remember I was, I was the kid who tried to find a way to like, okay, how can I get people to sign off on my service hours? And then I listen to, I listen to what you say. And it's like, you did something tremendous, even as a young child, like with your, with, with the opportunity to give or to do service for, for people. And I think that speaks volumes in your character. Oh, thank you. Well, I also give it, you know, give credit to my teacher. You know, I had a teacher who, you know, told us like, hey, you can just get signed off or, you know, why don't you do something different? And I think um, I value teachers so much. It's such an important job as you're shaping young people. And, you know, he gave me that encouragement and support and helped connect me to resources. And I mean, it truly is one of those moments where I can look back and say, hey, that was a point that changed the trajectory of my career and my life. So I think, you know, all credit to my teacher. And I'm just glad I, I listened to him and I was, you know, willing and able to, to, to accept the challenge. <laughs> right. Well, and you get to be on the fun side of the bank. You, you talked about it a little bit, but you're in charge of the foundation. You actually get to write checks to people that they don't have to pay back. How cool is that? <laughs> it is very cool. It's very rewarding. And, you know, what I love most about the foundation, you know, it's it's one thing to invest money, um, but money doesn't solve all the problems. You know, sometimes you need people to use their talent, their expertise to give their time. And so what I think is unique about our foundation is we're able to um, partner with our bankers. So our bankers are out volunteering, um, serving um you know, on boards with causes that they care about that improve the financial health in our communities. And so we're able to, um, you know, support them financially. And so I really love that about our foundation. We want to be a part of the positive energy that's taking place in communities. And I just really love that we're putting that sweat equity in. It's not just about writing a check. Um, anybody can write a check. And I mean, you know, we we see that there are billions of dollars in philanthropy and there's a lot of problems out there. But I think what really makes a difference is that um, person to person, that relationship relationship, that human element. And I just love to see our team out there touching people, sharing their expertise and making a difference. So it's, it's extremely rewarding. All right. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you, have a, <laughs> do you have a favorite story or one of those, you know, one that just kind of kind of pulled your heartstrings or something that sticks in your mind that's, you know, that, that, that the foundation has been a part of that, that really has been, you know, one of those things that kind of affected you in a, in a deeper, in a deeper way. Oh, absolutely. So I'm um, really excited. Last year, we deepened our commitment with Habitat for Humanity across the footprint. And, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, home is where the heart is. And so um, we're out building. And I've participated in several builds across our footprint, but the one in particular is when we were in Greenville and you have an opportunity to work side by side with these homeowners and you hear their story and you hear how important and valuable a house is or the keys are. And that just gets me every time. And it was really wonderful. Our team in Charleston um, for Christmas, they um, participated in something called Project Playhouse. So not only does Habitat um, help homeowners purchase a home, move into their home, um, get on that path to home ownership, they also understand that a home helps with um children's growth and development and their stability. And so they did Project Playhouse to where they built playhouses for kids for Christmas. And so it pulls at my heartstring that our team in Charleston, they actually built this playhouse for a child who loves Spider-Man. And so they painted it red and blue and it has Spider-Man on top of it. And you see our bankers out there demonstrating that they can paint and they can build and they're artistic. And so it just warms my heart to know that we're helping people have a safe, warm, healthy environment to live in. And that we're also um, helping the children have a, a nice playhouse. Playhouses are amazing. Right. And 
our bankers are also using their expertise. So in addition to building, we're also teaching financial literacy as well. So those stories tug at me every time. I mean, it's just wonderful when you can work arm in arm with a future homeowner and work on building this house. And so we've done that. Um, our bankers love Habitat for Humanity. And so we've been very intentional about deepening that commitment. And so we've done that um, across our footprint. And we'll continue to do that each year as well. Moya, there's a lot of bankers I know that I wouldn't trust with a hammer, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I'm very proud in Greenville, our entire senior leadership team, our CEO, they were out there building, they were on the roof, they were, um, you know, tugging lumber. I mean, it was wonderful to see our team out there working. So we have, we do have a lot that are good with the hammer, but with Habitat, you know, you can pull something, you can give water, you can provide lunch, you don't necessarily have to build, but it's, it's been fun. It's been really fun seeing that. That's very cool. And for those of you who follow Moya on LinkedIn, there she has pictures of the Spider-Man Playhouse as well. So <laughs> check it out. It's really cool. Thank you. <laughs> so I'd like to jump into financial literacy. You know, people say financial literacy, banks say it, uh, financial advisors will say it. It's kind of a buzzword, but but I think a lot of our audience and a lot of people in general don't necessarily they they don't necessarily know what financial literacy actually means. So what does financial literacy mean to you? Absolutely. So I think that's wonderful. And, you know, me growing up, you know, there are certain topics that you're taught not to talk about. You know, you're not supposed to talk about politics, religion, money, you know, all these topics. And so I think one of the things with financial literacy, it's kind of taboo to talk about money. Um, but the reality is money is a tool. And so you have to know how to use that tool. And, you know, for some strange reason, we think um, when you turn 18, there's this magic wand or this light bulb that goes off. But if you aren't taught how to use this tool before you just turn loose, <laughs> you know, there's no telling what type of decisions you might make. So financial literacy to me is, you know, understanding how money works, understanding how you can leverage that tool, um, understanding the implications of, say, for example, making the investment to go to college. I mean, that's a big and that's usually our biggest expense when we first become adults, you know, um, deciding to go to college and purchasing your first car. And so you have to understand, I need to do things within my financial means. Um, you need to know how to, you know, spend less than you earn. Um, and so I think we saw in a very big way the impact of not understanding finances when um, COVID hit. You know, businesses weren't able to survive, individual households were struggling. And so it's how do you have this conversation about money as a tool? Um, teach people how to use this tool and help them use money to, you know, live the life that they want to live within their means. And so I think bankers are the best people um, to teach about money and financial literacy because they really see and understand different circumstances and they hear people in different stages of life, you know, buying a car, going to college, purchasing your home, saving, investing, starting a business. And so I just think it's, um, you know, really wonderful that our bank is focusing on financial literacy and helping the people in our community. Right. And I always feel I feel like if you want to if you want to figure out if you truly understand something, teach it to somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's I, I do believe that there's a there's such an opportunity for banks on the side of banking that you're on as far as engaging with the communities. Um, deepening the relationships with communities. There's such a tremendous opportunity. Um, you guys are going into other markets as well right now. I, I know that I know that a lot of the stories and a lot of the things you shared are in the Carolina markets, but but United Community Bank is stretching its legs a little bit. Uh, you guys have some 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 new markets and some new banners that are going to be coming up in 2023, don't you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So we're across the Southeast and we're definitely growing. So North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Alabama. And, you know, we're just really happy to be in this area. And again, to be able to contribute to the growth um, in these communities and help people, you know, not just survive, but we want to see people thrive and we want to be a part of the positive energy of um, growth and people accomplishing their dream. So I I foresee Moya being on a plane quite often in 2023. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm typically on the road a lot. I, I love it. I work to get out um, across the footprint often. And it's, it's really fun. Like, I, I love meeting people. I love hearing the stories. And there's just amazing things happening across the footprint. And just to see the similarities and the differences. So it's just really good to be able to learn and grow together. No doubt. Well, you just have to pack your work boots and your blue jeans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if people want if people want to learn more about you, if they want to learn more about United Community Bank and their foundation, how can they find out more information? Um, our best place is to go to our website. And so we have a, um, a tag on our website where it says community. And so you can see what we're doing in the community. And of course, um, people are welcome to follow me or connect with me on LinkedIn. I work to post um, frequently, but um, we just love for people to learn more about the bank and just really happy to be a part of an organization that wants to build relationships, give back and really help people um, thrive and help their dreams come true. Wonderful. Moya, thank you so much for joining us. We hope to have you back soon. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Happy to come back anytime. Banks really are such a vital part of each of our city's ecosystems. I'm so happy that I could share this conversation with you and hopefully show you a little different perspective on the kind of organization that a bank can be for the communities that they support. Well, that's going to do it for us here today. Thank you, Moya, for joining me and helping me make sense of it all. We'll catch you guys next time.